إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستوهره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد So the new chapter today which is Babu ma jaa Anybody want to read then? Anybody new? Want to read the chapter? المصنف رحمه الله باب ما جاء في التطير وقول الله تعالى ألا إنما طائرهم عند الله ولكن أكثرهم لا يعلمون وقوله قالوا طائركم معكم الآية عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا عدوى ولا طيرة ولا هامة ولا صفر أخرجه زاد مسلم ولا نوع ولا هون ولهما عن عنس قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا عدوى ولا طيرة ويعجب نفعل قالوا ومن فعل قال الكلمة الطيبة ولأبي داود بسند صحيح أن أقبة بن عامر قال ذكرت الطيارة عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال أحسنها الفعل ولا ترد مسلما فإذا رأى أحدكم ما يكره فليقل اللهم لا يأتي بالحسنات إلا أنت ولا يدفع السيئات إلا أنت ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بك وعن ابن مسعود مرفوعا الطيرة شرك الطيرة شرك وما منا إلا ولكن الله يذهبه بالتوكل رواه أبو داود وتمدي وصححه وبين أن آخره من قول ابن مسعود ولأحمد من حديث ابن عمر من ردته الطيرة من حاجته فقد أشرك قالوا فما كثارة ذلك قال أن تقول اللهم لا خير إلا خيرك ولا طير إلا طيرك ولا إله غيرك وله من حديث الفضل بن عباس إنما الطيرة ما أنضاك أو ردك So here then, Babu Majaa Khittatayyur. The chapter regarding what has been mentioned of At-Tatayyur. At-Tatayyur, we will come to see, it is basically omens. Something that 
causes you to continue with your actions and activities or something that prevents you from your actions and activities, a type of omen. We'll come to the definition in a moment. قَوْلُ الشَّيْخِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ بَابُ مَا جَاءَ فِي التَّطَيُّرِ اي ما ورد في التطير من الوعيد وبيان أنه شرك So this is the chapter that is going to speak about or mention the different texts, the different ayat and ahadith that have been mentioned in the religion regarding omens and superstitions, and the fact that they are shirk. وَمُنَاسَبَةُ هَذَا الْبَابِ لِمَا قَبْلَهُ And the connection of this chapter to the one prior to it, أَنَّ فِيهِ بَيَانُ نَوْعٍ مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الشِّرْكِ وَلَاعْتِقَادْ الْبَاطِلِ الْمُخِلِّ بِالتَّوْحِيدِ That in this chapter, it clarifies another type from the types of shirk, and another type of the false aqeedah that people have, which causes deficiency and corrupts their tawheed, which is of course in reference to these omens and superstitions people have. وَكَانَ الشَّيْخِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ يَذْكُرُ فِي هَذَا الْكِتَابِ حَقِيقَةَ التَّوْحِيدِ وَمَا يُنَاقِضُهُ أَوْ يُنَقِّصُهُ مِنَ الْعَقَائِدِ وَالْأَقْوَالِ وَالْأَفْعَالِ الْبَاطِلَةِ so this whole book, Kitabut Tawheed, in it the author has been highlighting the reality of Tawheed and also highlighting what opposes Tawheed and what causes deficiency in Tawheed from the various forms of Aqeedah people have from statements people utter upon their tongues, that can be a deficiency in your tawheed, from actions that people do, from false actions, that can cause corruption or deficiency in your tawheed. That's what the whole book has been about. And this chapter is no different. Talking about omens and superstitions, then that is something that causes a deficiency, and corrupts the tawheed of a person. So then the shaykh explains, At-tatayyur, it is the masdar, from tatayyara, tatayyuran, wa tiyaratan, wa huwa at-tasha'um bil-ashya'a. وَاَعْتِقَادْ أَنَّهُ يُصِيبُ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْهَا شَيْءٌ مِنَ الشَّرِّ So التطير from the verb تطير يتطير تطيرا 
and tiyaratan. It is a verb that indicates in the Arabic language having pessimism due to certain things. Becoming pessimistic due to certain affairs. And believing that certain affairs of evil may afflict you because of these certain things. Like we mentioned briefly last time, walking under a ladder. They believe that is bad luck, that some evil will afflict you if you walk under a ladder. Or Friday the 13th, if the date 13 falls on the day Friday, so it becomes a Friday the 13th, Now they are pessimistic, believing that some evil may occur to you on this day. It is a bad luck day. That is what this definition is highlighting. Having pessimism due to certain affairs and believing that some evil is going to overcome you because of those certain affairs. The broken mirror, the black cat, A thousand things that they have their omens in, their superstitions in. Believing these things can affect you and impact you with evil. That is a tatayyur. So that is what this chapter is about. Babu ma jaa fit tatayyur. What's the word they use in English for the title? Evil omens. The belief or the chapter regarding what has been mentioned about evil omens. So if a person believes that there are evil omens that can affect you and can do harm to you and evil comes to you from the black cat or Friday the 13th and other things we will see here that they used to believe in in Jahiliya and these things now Friday the 13th and those affairs are just an extension of what they used to believe in, in Jahiliyyah. So then the Shaykh says, وَأَصْلُهُ مَأْخُوذٌ مِنَ الطَّيْرِ لِأَنَّهُمْ كَانُوا فِي الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ يَتَشَاءَمُونَ بِالطُّيُورِ وَفِي طَيَرَانِهَا so the meaning of tatayyur is omens and superstitions. But in Arabic, why is the word at-tatayyur used to indicate omens and superstitions? In the Arabic language, we know that they use kalam, that they use words to indicate things. In the Arabic language, every word is there to indicate a meaning. The word hadara is there as a verb to indicate the meaning of attending. Jalasa as another verb is there to indicate the meaning of sitting. Every word in Arabic is put there upon a certain thing to indicate a meaning. So why has the word at-tatayyur, which comes from the root word of the same as 
Birds in Arabic. What has birds got to do with omens and superstitions? Why did the Arabs in the Arabic language use this word to indicate omens and superstitions? The Sheikh explains, because originally in Jahiliyyah, one of their forms or how they used to believe in superstitions and omens was connected to birds. And how and which direction the birds fly in. إِذَا رَأَوْهَا تَطَيَّرَ أَوْ تَطِيرُ عَلَى جِهَاتٍ مَخْصُوصَةٍ عِنْدَهُمْ تَشَاءَمُوا بِهَا When they used to see the birds flying in a certain direction, they would believe it is a superstition. Meaning, if the birds flew in a certain direction, they would believe that is bad luck. The birds, they flew off in that direction. That direction is bad luck if the birds fly down there. That's what they used to believe. وَرَجَعُوا عَمَّا عَزَمُوا عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْأَسْفَارِ أَوِ الزَّيْجَاتِ وَغَيْرَهَا ثُمَّ عَمَّا هَذَا وَصَارُوا يَتَطَيَّرُونَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ So initially that's how it began with the birds. And it mentions uh, maybe here or somewhere else that they used to throw stones into a tree, throw a pebble into a tree, and the birds that were sitting in that tree obviously then fly out, you throw a rock into the tree, all of the birds that were sitting in the tree fly out, and they all fly out in a certain way. They used to look to see how they fly out. If they throw the rock and all the birds fly out in one particular direction, they would say that is bad luck. But if they threw the rock and the birds flew out from the tree in another particular direction, they would say that is good luck, it's okay. So that was their omen and their superstition. They would throw the rock and if the birds flew out in, a, in the wrong way according to them, they would say that is bad luck. They would say don't go to the market today. Don't take your goods and go to the market. Who knows what might happen to you today. The birds flew out that direction. Don't go and do such and such you were planning today. Stay at home. Don't do it today. Whatever you were planning, the plans you had. Who knows what might happen to you. The birds, they flew up that direction from the tree. So they believed in that omen, in that superstition. And they would stop doing their activities and say, stay at home. You were going to go travel today. Don't travel today. Who knows what might happen to you on your journey. Stay at home today. The birds flew up the wrong way. So this was their superstition and that's where it began from. And that's why the word in Arabic for superstitions and omens in this context is At-Tayyur from the birds. Then after that, as the affair progressed, they began having their omens and superstitions in more than just the birds. It expanded out and progressed to other things. And so their superstitions and omens, they increased. It wasn't just about the birds anymore over time. It was this and that and a hundred other things as well that they had their superstitions and omens in. And we're going to see those in this chapter. فَيَتَطَيَّرُونَ بِالْبَقَعَ As an example, generally the shaykh says, 
They would have superstitions about certain places. Certain places. Don't go there. Don't cross through there. Omens in this place. Bad luck if you go through it. Bil-Adamiyin. Even people. They would say such and such, he's bad luck. Such and such, so and so is bad luck. Stay away. Don't go close. Avoid him. Bil-Baha'im. Al-Baha'im is... The animals, even the animals, maybe such and such an animal, such and such a cow, such and such. From the animals, they would say, avoid this animal, that animal, evil omens from them. And they ended up having these superstitions and omens in everything, in all types of things. As we'll come and see, even months of the year, they would say certain months of the year are bad luck. Not just Friday the 13th, one day, a whole month, as we'll come to see, insha'Allah. So, aslu at-tatayyur ma'khud min at-tayr, li'annahum kanu fil jahiliyya yatatayyaruna min at-tayr, fi harakatiha wa tayraniha wa tahrikiha li ajnihatiha wa tijahatiha fi at-tayran, ila ghayri thalik. So, even though they ended up with omens in all types of things, the root of it in Jahiliyyah was this thing about the birds. And not just which direction they fly out from the tree, that was one main thing that they used to do. But even about how they fly. They would look at the birds, are they flapping their wings a lot? Are they gliding a lot? How are they actually flying? And they would base their omens upon that they are flying in a certain way. They are flapping their wings in a certain way. And that would be omens for them too. So all of that was the asal and the origin of their omens and their bad luck as they believed. So of course all of that is a belief from the pre-ignorance, a belief of jahiliyyah, a belief that is not from the beliefs of Islam, from the beliefs of the Muslims. بَلْ إِنَّهُ مَوْجُودٌ فِي الْأُمَمِ الْقَدِيمَةِ And these types of beliefs, superstitions and omens, they existed in the previous nations too. Before this nation, the nation of Muhammad wasallam, the previous nations, meaning the times of the previous prophets and messengers at their times, the people used to believe in omens and superstitions. As it mentions in the Quran, the time of Pharaoh and Musa السلام, those who were with the Pharaoh, they believed in omens or superstitions in Musa السلام, himself, believing that there was evil omens from him and the bad luck and the evil emanating from him and the believers who were with him. يَعْنِي تَشَاءَمُوا بِمُوسَى عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ وَبِمَنْ مَعَهُ مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ So they had this pessimistic outlook and belief in regards to Musa alayhi salam and the believers with him. قَالَ تَعَالَى فَإِذَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْحَسَنَةِ قَالُوا لَنَا هَذِهِ 
So at that time, when something good would happen to them, to the disbelievers, the people of Pharaoh, when something good would happen, they would say, this is our own doing. This is from us. This is our own doing. We've earned this goodness for ourselves. Al-Hasana al-Muradu biha huna al-Khasb wal-Arzaq wa nuzul al-Amtar meaning the various types of goodness, maybe if it rained and their crops they grew, and other types of provisions they gained, all of those types of goodness in life, they would say, that's us. We have earned that, that is our own doing. This goodness that has come to us. That we deserve all of this goodness coming to us, the good crops and the rain coming and this provision and sustenance, we deserve this from Allah for our actions we've been doing. That's what they believed. They would say, we deserve this goodness. We are deserving of it. And they did not used to recognize that this is in reality a virtue and a favor and a blessing from Allah upon them. Not that they've earned it for themselves. بَلْ يَنْصِبُونَ هَذَا إِلَى اسْتِحْقَاقِهِمْ So they would attribute the goodness that occurred to them in their lives to themselves and their actions. We have earned this and we deserve this. Not that Allah has favored us with this. وَأَنَّهُمْ حَصَلُوا عَلَى هَذِهِ الشَّيْءِ وَهَذِهِ الْأَشْيَاءِ بِسَبَبِ أَنَّهُمْ نَاسٌ أَهْلُ خَيْرٌ So they would believe that they've earned or gained this goodness because they are people of goodness. And they are people of righteousness, they believed, and they've earned and deserved this goodness. فَمَا يُصِيبُهُمْ مِنَ الْحَسَنَاتِ فِي السِّنِينَ يَقُولُونَ هَذَا بِسَبَبِ أَفْعَالِنَا وَبِسَبَبِ صِفَاتِنَا وَبِسَبَبِ كَسْبِنَا وَكَدِّنَا so when that goodness came to them, they would say this is as a consequence of our deeds, of our characteristics, the way we are, and because of what we have earned, and because of our striving, they would say all of this goodness is attributed back to us. And they would not attribute it to Allah as a favor and blessing upon them. But then what does Allah tell us also about them? وَإِن تُصِبْهُمْ Those same people, the people, the, the disbelievers with Pharaoh, when some evil occurred to them or some bad occurred to them, like for example, they had a drought or they had some type of famine, a shortage of food, a shortage of rain, if they had those types of things happen to them, then, or, or their crops died, affairs of those nature. When those things happen to them, now they wouldn't say, well, that's because of our own doing. That's because of what we've been up to. They wouldn't say that anymore. When some bad happened, they would say, يَنْصِبُونَ هَذَا إِلَى مُوسَى عَلَيْهِ they would attribute that to Musa. To Musa salam. It's him. It's because of him. This has happened. Our crops have died. 
the rain isn't falling. These uh, limitations in provisions, it's Musa and those believers. They are the cause of this bad. They are the evil. It's from them. They are the source of it. فَإِنَّهُمْ يُنْصِبُونَ هَذَا إِلَى مُوسَىٰ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ وَمَنْ مَعَهُمْ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَيَقُولُونَ هَذَا الَّذِي أَصْحَابَنَا بِسَبَبِهِمْ فَيَتَطَيَّرُونَ بِخَيْرِ النَّاسِ وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ So they used to have their omens and evil suspicions in the best of people. Musa alayhi salam at that time the messenger sent to them the believers with Musa alayhi salam they were the best of the people Pharaoh and his company were the worst and they used to attribute the bad to Musa alayhi salam saying that the evil is from him so they used to have this omen and this evil suspicion in Musa alayhi salam and the believers walhaq أَنَّ مُوسَىٰ وَمَنْ مَعَهُ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ هُمْ سَبَبُ الْخَيْرَاتِ The reality and the truth is that Musa alayhi salam and those who were with him, they were the reason for goodness. By way of them and their goodness and their righteousness, Allah sent down the goodness upon the people. They were the cause of goodness. وَهُمْ سَبَبُ الْبَرَكَاتِ they were the reason and the cause for the blessings and the favors of Allah to be sent upon them. لِأَنَّ الرُّسُلِ عَلَيْهِمَ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ يُصْلِحُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِالطَّاعَاتِ فَتَنْزِلُ الْخَيْرَاتِ That the messengers, as Shaykh Al-Fawzan says here, the messengers... They rectify in the land. They rectify, they bring about rectification on the earth. And as a cons by obedience, by obedience to Allah, the rectification is brought about upon the earth through obedience to Allah. And through that, the goodness descends upon the people from Allah. Allah then sends down the goodness upon the people because of that uprightness and obedience from the prophets and messengers and the goodness and rectification that they are bringing upon the earth. So the reality is in complete opposition to what the people of Pharaoh believed and the evil suspicions they had in Musa salam that the bad is coming from him when in reality the goodness comes from the believers. Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَلَوْ أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْقُرَىٰ آمَنُوا وَاتَّقَوْا لَفَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ بَرَكَاتٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَكِنْ كَذَّبُوا فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ That if the people of that area had believed and had taqwa, then we would have opened up for them blessings from the heavens and the earth. But they disbelieved, they belied, and so we uh, uh, took a hold of them, meaning a punishment because of what they earned for themselves. فَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ هُمْ سَبَبُ الْخَيْرِ لَا سَبَبُ The believers are therefore the cause of goodness. Not the cause of evil. 
as the people of ignorance believed. Innama sababu shar humul usat wal mushrikun wal kafara. The cause for the bad to occur, that is of course the sinners. They are the cause for that. And the mushrikun, the polytheists and the disbelievers, they are the cause for the evil. فَمَا يُصِيبُ أَهْلَ الْأَرْضِ مِنَ الْكَوَارِثِ وَالْمَصَائِبِ إِنَّمَا هُوَ بِسَبَبِ الْعُصَاحِ So the calamities and all the distress that afflicts the people of the earth, then it is by way of the sinners, not by way of the believers and the righteous, by way of the sinners. وَمَا يُصِيبُهَا مِنَ الْخَيْرَاتِ فَهُوَ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ And what occurs from the goodness, then that is from the favor and virtue and blessing of Allah. وَسَبَبُهُ أَهْلُ الطَّاعَاتِ وَأَهْلُ الصَّلَاحِ وَالتَّقْوَى And the reason for that goodness to come is because of the people of obedience and righteousness and taqwa. Because of them, then Allah rewards and sends down that goodness. وَلِهَذَا إِذَا خَلَتِ الْأَرْضُ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ فِي آخِرِ الزَّمَانِ تَقُومُ الْقِيَامَةِ وَتَخْرُبُ الدُّنْيَا And that is why when the earth is empty from any more righteous people at the end of time, at the end of time when all of the righteous have gone, and only the evil people remain, and that's when the hour is going to be established, and that's when the earth is ruined, dunya. as it mentions in the hadith, لَا تَقُومُ السَّاعَةِ وَفِي الْأَرْضِ مَنْ يَقُولُ اللَّهِ اللَّهِ The hour will not be established, whilst there are upon the earth those who say, Allah, Allah. Meaning those who are still upon remembrance of Allah, they are the righteous and the believers. The hour will not be established yet, until they all depart, and only the evil of the people are left, the hour is established upon them. And it mentions that clearly in another hadith, لَا تَقُومُ السَّاعَةِ إِلَّا عَلَى شِرَارِ الْخَلْقِ The hour is not established except upon the most evil of the people. فَإِذَا خَلَتِ الْأَرْضُ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ قَامَتِ الْقِيَامَةِ So when the earth no longer has any of the righteous people upon it, then the hour is established. أَمَّا مَا دَامَ الصَّالِحُونَ مَوْجُودِينَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى يُنْزِلُ عَلَىٰ أَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ الْخَيْرَاتِ وَالْبَرَكَاتِ بِسَبَبِ وُجُودِهِمْ عَكْسَ مَا يَعْتَقِدُهُ آلَ فِرْعَوْنِ مِنَ التَّطَيُّرِ بِالرُّسِلِ عَلَيْهِمَ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ So as long as the righteous people remain 
on the earth, then Allah will continue to send down goodness upon this earth. Allah will continue to send down the goodness and the blessings due to their presence, due to the presence of the righteous still on this earth. And so it is in opposition to what the people of Jahiliyyah or the people of Fir'aun, at the time of Fir'aun, what they believed, that the omens and the evil is from the righteous. In reality, the goodness is by way of the righteous, not the evil. And this example is found in the previous nations, as the Sheikh said. So that is an example from the time of Pharaoh. Also at the time of Thamud. كَذَلِكَ ثَمُودَ تَطَيَّرُوا بِصَالِحِ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ لَمَّا دَعَاهُمْ إِلَى اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى قَالُوا وَقَالُوا اطَّيَّرْنَا بِكَ وَبِمَنْ مَعَكَ When Thamud, at the time of Thamud, when Salih, called them to the worship of Allah, to Tawheed. Their reply was that we have evil suspicions or evil omens in you and those who are with you. Their evil omens and thoughts were in Salih and the righteous who were with him. وَكَذَلِكَ أَهْلُ الْقَرْيَةِ الذين ذكرهم الله في سورة ياسين لما جاءتهم الرسل قال تعالى واضرب لهم مثلا أصحاب القرية إذ جاءها المرسلون إذ أرسلنا إليهم اثنين فكذبوهما فعززنا بثالث فقالوا إنا إليكم مرسلون قالوا ما أنتم إلا بشر مثلنا وما أنزل الرحمن من شيء إن أنتم إلا تكذبون قالوا ربنا يعلم إنا إليكم لمرسلون وما علينا إلا البلاغ المبين قالوا إنا تطيرنا بكم يعني تشأمنا بكم وَمَا جِئْتُمُونَا بِخَيْرٍ لَإِنْ لَمْ تَنْتَهُوا لَنَرْجُمَنَّكُمْ وَلَيَمَسَّنَّكُمْ مِنَّا عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ هَدَّدُوا الرُّسُلَ وَقَالُوا مَا رَأَيْنَا مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا الشَّرْحِ So here you see another example mentioned in Surah Yasin when the messengers came and their people they said or when they were sent to that particular village. The messengers were sent to them. Two of them were sent. Two of the prophets, it mentions, were sent. And they denied them. And so then a third was sent. And they said to them, We are sent to you. We have been chosen and sent to you. They said, You are just humans like us. And... Ar-Rahman has not sent anything else. You are like us. And you are only lying that you are prophets, etc. They said, our Lord knows that indeed we are messengers to you. 
and there is nothing upon us except to convey the message to you. But their response to them was, قَالُوا إِنَّا That we take evil omens in you. That you are the ones that the evil omens are in. That was their reply to them. That we have pessimism in you. And you have not come with any good. So if you do not stop, the people said to these prophets, if you do not stop, we will stone you. And indeed, a severe punishment will come upon you from us. So they threatened the messengers. And they said to them, we have not seen you come with anything other than evil. So the messengers replied to them, That your evil omens are with you. That whatever afflicts you, you are the cause of it yourselves. Because the cause of this evil that has struck you, it is your own sinning and wrongdoings, your disbelief, your kufr. You are the reason for that evil upon you. وَنَحْنُ سَبَبُ الْخَيْرِ And we are the cause of goodness. نَحْنُ رُسُلٌ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ جِئْنَاكُمْ We are messengers from Allah who have come to you. لَوْ أَطَعْتُمُونَا لَحَصَلْتُمْ عَلَى الْخَيْرِ If you obeyed us, then you would have acquired goodness. فَهَذَا رَدٌ عَلَيْهِمْ فَهَذَا فِيهِ بَيَانُ أَنَّ الشَّرُّ وَالشُّؤْمِ سَبَبُهُ الْمَعَاصِ وَالْكُفَرُ وَالشِّرْكُ بِاللَّهِ So this highlights that the cause of evil and the pessimism that they are upon, it is sins, sinning and kufr and shirk. That is the cause and the root of these omens of theirs and suspicions of theirs and the bad that occurs to them. Not the goodness that came from the prophets and messengers, even at the time of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the mushrikun had pessimism in him, believing evil omens in him. كَذَلِكَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ تَطَيَّرُوا بِمُحَمَّدِ sallallahu alayhi wasallam خَاتَمَ الرُّسُلِ وَأَفْضَلِ الرُّسُلِ تَطَيَّرُوا بِهِ كَمَا قَالَ تَعَالَى that they also had evil beliefs and omens and suspicions in the messenger as Allah said, وَإِن تُصِبُهُمْ حَسَنَةٌ يَقُولُوا هَذِهِ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ If some good occurs to them, they say this is from Allah. وَإِن تُصِبُهُمْ سَيِّئَةٌ يَقُولُوا هَذِهِ مِنْ عِنْدِكَ But if some bad occurred to them, they would say, this is from you. This is you, you're the cause of this to the Prophet. يُخَاطِبُونَ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهِ وسلم. So they would be addressing the Prophet وسلم, when some bad occurred saying, this is because of you, you are the cause of this evil and bad that has happened. But when good happened to them, they got good crops, they got good rain, they got all the goodness coming, then they would say, yes, this is from Allah, that's from Allah. But when the evil occurred, any drought or famine or, or crops died, then they would attribute it to the Prophet ﷺ. 
and say, this has happened because of you and because of your followers. But then it tells us in the Quran, rather all of it is from Allah. Whether you get the blessings or you get some hardship, all of that is from Allah. All of that is by the decree of Allah. الْخَصْبُ وَالْخَيْرَاتُ وَالْجَدْبُ وَالْقَحْبُ كُلُّهُ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ وَبِقَضَائِهِ وَقَدَرِهِ Whether you get the good crops or you get a famine or the crops die, all of the affairs, they are from Allah, all by the decree of Allah. But the goodness that comes, then it is by your obedience. And the famines and the droughts that come and the lack of rain, then it is because of your sinning and wrongdoing. فَالسَّبَبُ مِنْ قِبَلِ بَنِي آدَمْ So the cause and the reasons are from mankind themselves. وَأَمَّا الْمُقَدِّرُ فَهُوَ اللَّهِ And as for the one who decrees it, that is Allah. هُوَ الْخَالِقُ هُوَ الْمُوجِدُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى He is the one who creates everything and brings everything into existence. يُعْطِي كُلَّا عَلَى حَسَدِ عَمَلِهِ Allah gives everybody relative in conformity with with their actions, what they are upon, what their deeds are. المحسن يحسن إليه The good doers, then Allah is good to them. والمسيء يعاقبه إذا شاء And as for the wrongdoers, Allah holds them accountable and punishes them if He wishes. فالأمر كله بيد الله So the affair, all of it is in the control of Allah. فالحاصل أن التطير عادة جاهلية All of this was the introduction. Highlighting to you that these omens and evil suspicions, they are a habit of the people of ignorance throughout history. Evil omens and suspicions, it's not just now Friday the 13th and the black cat. These things have existed within the people throughout time, throughout history, throughout the various nations of the past. They were all upon this evil omens and suspicions and believing that the good doers are the cause of it. It was in them, it existed in them. So Allah has told us about it from the nations of the past in the Qur'an, how they had those evil suspicions and evil omens and beliefs regarding their prophets and regarding the righteous and the believers. And the shaykh says, وَهَذِهِ الْعَادَةِ الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ لَا تَزَالُ فِي النَّاسِ إِلَىٰ أَن تَقُومَ السَّاعَةِ That this habit from the ignorant ones, from the pre-ignorant times, that is a habit that exists and will remain up until the establishment of the hour. It exists and it will remain up until the establishment of the hour. That introduction covers the first two ayat. The first ayah in the chapter, وَقَوْلُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ أَلَىٰ إِنَّمَا طَائِرُهُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ That they're evil omens that they think it is with Allah, meaning Allah decrees it all. وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ But many of them, they do not know that. They do not ponder and reflect and understand that or recognize that. And also the ayah, قَوْلُهُ قَالُوا طَائِرُكُمْ مَعَكُمْ أَإِنْ ذُكِّرْتُمْ بَلْ أَنْتُمْ قَوْمٌ مُسْرِفُونَ 
that rather your evil omens are with you, or do you say otherwise when you are reminded, rather you are a people who transgress? So those two first ayat, they are talking about this issue of the evil omens and beliefs of superstition of that nature, and that it is something which has existed throughout history, throughout the previous nations, throughout the umm that have come before us, how they accuse their prophets and messengers of being the source of evil, when in reality their own deeds of kufr and shirk and disobedience and sinning are the cause of bad, but the prophets and messengers and righteous are the cause of goodness. Any questions up to there so far? Any questions, anything to add so far? I apologize, I can't speak. We don't call them omens, because the problem with using this word omen, it is attributed or associated only with evils, if you say omens. It brings about all of these beliefs and all of these types of issues. So we can say uh, optimism at tafa'ul. It mentions in a hadith, كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يحب التفاؤل. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم used to love optimism. He was optimistic about things. So yes, you can say there is optimism. You are optimistic about things and that is a general outlook that a person has as the messenger used to have. So that is the better term to use, the optimism, as the messenger used to love the optimism. Which is the opposite of التشاؤم, pessimism. Anything else? These kinds of phrases, they are not necessarily by default upon one ruling that they are haram and impermissible. Not necessarily. It's uh, there's many phrases like that, and there's a chapter that's going to come up about a shirkufi al alfaz, how shirk can occur in your phrases, in your speech, how you say something. It's a bit like when somebody says, I was, uh, I was just going down to the, to the post office, and I bumped into Muhammad by chance. Permissible or not to say that? I was just walking to the post office, and I just bumped into him by chance. Permissible or not? Permissible or not? What's the fatwa? Permissible? That's it? Bump into somebody by chance? What's happened to the decree then? As long as you've got the belief that you know it's part of the decree of Allah. As long as you've got the belief that it's part of the decree of Allah. So that type of phrase, can it indicate a batil meaning? Can it indicate a completely false meaning? It can, because it could indicate 
that you're saying it occurred nothing to do with the decree of Allah. I bumped into him by chance. That things occur by chance and there is no decree. It could indicate that. That meaning is possible. And for some of the kuffar, when they say that, that's actually exactly what they believe. It occurred by chance. Chance. Things just occur by chance. There is no creator. There is no decree. By chance, I just bumped into him. So the statement could have a very negative meaning and connotation to it. But is it outright haram? These types of things, and perhaps your statement as well about the ball doesn't lie and affairs of that nature, they have a potential to indicate an evil meaning. They can have this connotation of evil to them. But they are not necessarily outright haram and to say that this is a statement of shirk. Because a person who has the correct aqidah and belief and is only using that as a figure of speech as they do, then it doesn't necessitate this person has fallen into kufr or shirk. A person knows absolutely his aqidah, everything, but because of the way the language is and this figure of speech, he ends up in his speech saying, I just bumped into him by chance. And what he means by that is that I hadn't organized it with him, I hadn't planned it with him, I hadn't expected to see him that day. And so that's what he means by I bumped into him by chance. It's him saying, I did not plan it with him, organize it with him. Uh, there was no expectation to see him. And I, I just bumped into him. That's all that person means. His aqidah completely sound. And that's why Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, that statement isn't necessarily by default kufr and shirk. Yes, it can have a very negative meaning and it could have the meaning of kufr and shirk for some people. But those kinds of statements and the one that you mentioned and others of that nature... What should you do with regards to them? Then you avoid them. Avoid those types of statements because of the negative connotation, the negative meaning that can be associated with them, and the potential for a misunderstanding from them. And not just that, but eventually if you continue to use phrases like that, you may actually end up saying something that is considered and deemed as shirk in your statements. And there is a full chapter that's going to come up on that regarding shirk in your statements. A phrase that you say, certain words that you use, and they are indicative of shirk. It's a bit like saying, can you make sure you bring that book tomorrow? I really need it. I'm depending on you. Permissible or not? I say, can you bring that book tomorrow? I really need it. I'm depending on you. I'm relying on you. Can't rely on you? You're not reliable? You're not dependable? <laughs> Refuting yourself? <laughs> so can I say, I'm relying on you, I'm depending on you? It's the same as what we've been talking about just now. Exactly, but the word itself, can it have a negative meaning to it? Of course, because your dependence and reliance is supposed to be purely in Allah. So there is a possible potential negative meaning to that. I'm depending on you. I'm relying on you. And that's why some of the mashaykh, they say, we view it impermissible to use these phrases. I'm depending on you. I'm relying on you. No, you're not. You're hoping for him to bring the book. You're, you're, you're trusting that he'll do it and he'll remember. But ultimately, whatever the circumstance or situation is, whatever you need that book for, your trust and reliance is in Allah to have that situation fixed up. 
and for this person to remember to bring the book. Your trust and reliance isn't in him, it's in Allah. So some of the mashayikh, they used to say in Medina, that I do not like that the people use these phrases. I'm depending on you, I'm relying on you. So these types of phrases, it is better avoided, lest a person opens up a door, you end up going into some phrases that are outright haram and impermissible. But we will come to that in the chapter regarding a shirku fil alfaz. No, trust in terms of the linguistic meaning of it. Somebody is trustworthy, somebody is not. That's in the linguistic usage of it, it's not a problem. No, but that doesn't mean you're pessimistic. That just means you recognize your shortcomings. And as a consequence of recognizing your own sh- your, your shortcomings that you've fallen into, it then doesn't bring pessimism, but it brings enthusiasm and encouragement to make sure you make up for the shortcomings that you fell into. That is the way a person views that. You don't view it as, oh, that's it, you know, I forgot to do such and such, and now it's my fault. And You don't become depressed. It actually should be a means of Encouraging you, okay, let me make sure now I do my adhkar in the afternoon, after the prayer, after this, after that. As an encouragement to make sure you now make up for that loss. It's like one time we were in the faculty of hadith in the class and the teacher was teaching us the hadith topic, al-muharrar. It was on the topic of menstruation, kitab al-hayd. And the students, you know, we used to debate with the teachers. The teacher used to bring his explanation, explain a particular hadith, and there's always differences of opinion about issues. So one time the teacher was debating a particular issue or talking about this uh, topic of the menstruation, and all of the students, they came in heavy. Everybody in the class came in heavy. No, but Sheikh, what about this and that? And, and uh, uh, you didn't explain about X, Y, and Z, and they started going heavy. So heavy that the Sheikh, <laughs> the teacher who was teaching us, I remember he sat there and he said, he said yesterday when the students all started going in heavy and, and like kind of overwhelmed the teacher he said this is because of my sins yesterday night at Isha prayer I got late as I was walking into the mosque, everybody had finished and they were walking out. I missed the Isha prayer because of that sin now. All of you are, have been decreed to uh, uh, go heavy on me like this and overwhelm me like this. But I remember that the issue was because he, he wasn't explaining the full chapter. Uh, perhaps because of elements of shyness regarding the issues of menstruation. And the students were saying, you got to tell us. You know, the blood and the cloth, and you've got to put it into that certain area. It's all in the religion. Anybody else? What time is it other today? There's a hadith, but the, the, there's the narration... Uh, uh, Instead of using, all we're saying is instead of using the word good omen, I mean, you can, you can use the good omen, good, you're, you're restricting it with good. But it's, it's a sign to bring you optimism. And there is a hadith like that, maybe it'll come uh, in the explanation later on, inshallah.
Anybody else? Yeah, that uh, see that now is getting into more of the the the, the borderline boundaries of impermissibility. It's not one of these where the ones we were talking about before saying to somebody, "Good luck." That type now isn't really a suitable type of phrase. Good luck. And if the scholars are saying, I don't like it, that you say, I depend on you, I rely on you, they certainly aren't going to accept good luck to somebody. Because that phrase, it is too detached. Rather, what you should be saying is, may Allah aid your affairs and Allah yu'inak and whatever it might be. Attributing it to Allah directly. Good luck, especially in English, the way the word luck is used, it indicates something separate and detached from the Creator. That's the way they use it. And that's a heavy meaning upon that type of connotation. Something detached from the Creator, detached from Allah. Good luck. Good luck to you. And it is attributed with cross your fingers and all those and touch wood and all these business. So these types of phrases, that's the problem. When you start using all these other phrases, you eventually start getting into phrases that definitely you shouldn't be at, uh, uh, using and utilizing. So good luck can definitely have a lot of bad meanings to it and a lot of bad interpretations to it. And a person should avoid that type of thing. Good luck. Rather you say, may Allah aid you in your affair. May Allah be in your assistance. Uh, you know, phrases in Arabic like du'as, like Allah yu'inak. May Allah aid you and be in your support and assistance in your affair. Rather than saying good luck. It's like even some of the scholars, you know, they, they dislike these English phrases. As some of the scholars, they mention in their books, what is the word hello? When, you, when somebody says, we ring, we ring people and say, hello, hello. They say, what is hello? <laughs> say, assalamu alaikum. You pick up the phone, say, assalamu alaikum. What is hello, hello? I read it in, in a book once of one of the scholars, I forgot where or who. But he said, what is this? What is this? Hello, hello. Say, assalamu alaikum when you answer the phone. You get into this habit of phrases and words that are not suitable. Learn the du'as and make du'a for each other properly rather than good luck and these types of things. Last one. He had it first, go on. Uh, no, not necessarily. When somebody uh, perhaps uh, imagine certain affairs to have occurred and they have not occurred and connects that to certain incidents that may have not occurred. You know, it's a bit like what the brother was mentioning here as well about having optimism on certain things or if something bad happened, you may feel pessimism on that, but it's a means of encouragement to goodness. So this type of thing would not be considered from Tiara. It would not be considered as bad omens that you perhaps perceive something to have happened or imagine something to have happened. That wouldn't be like that, especially when it comes to the uh, uh, incidents that are authentically narrated from the Prophet ﷺ. There is no case of the Messenger falling into uh, these affairs of uh, bad omens and belief of tiyar. Uh, I cannot be. We have to conclude upon that. Inshallah Ta'ala, we'll continue next week with the chapter, uh, with, with this particular chapter, with the next narration, uh, which covers uh, three or four more types of the superstitions that they used to have. So we'll conclude upon that for today.